You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I'm 130, your host, Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. That's all you need to know for right now. And I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Hello, everybody. It's Candice. You can find me on all social media. It's not so newlywed PC. I'm not doing any AKAs today. We just, we gonna get into the bullshit. And as usual, uh, kind of like the glue that holds it all together. Mm, the uh, foundation. Yeah. Yeah, Curtis is here. I am here, and I go by Trillificent on all social media. Um, Let me tell y'all something. <clears throat> Announcement slash let me get something off my chest. These venues... Mm. These motherfucking <laughs> We are trying we are to trying. bring y'all the goodness that is this trio and more live and in color, in living color even. Mm. And these cocksucking bitches <laughs> <laughs> never in my life would I have imagined it would be this difficult to give a motherfucker some goddamn money. Listen, and you know what's so confusing because y'all know that we just had the vow renewal last year. Them motherfuckers ain't wasting no time taking money out me and Mike's hand. Uh, when I had the baby shower uh, for London, no problem. Motherfuckers was Johnny on the spot. So I want to know what these venues are doing that we have been looking into because y'all acting like y'all don't want money. Y'all acting like y'all don't want business. And it's not even our money. We looking into places that serve alcohol and food. We trying to put money on top of our money in y'all's pocket. And they don't want it. Y'all is playing in our fucking face. Our money green. We ain't balling out of control over here at Flawless Noises. But I tell you what, Curtis been making sure all our fucking ducks is in the row to do what we got to do to have this live show. We ain't asking for hookups. We ain't asking for discounts. We ain't asking for outlandish concessions. So y'all playing in our face is really a whole fucking lot. More than I would have imagined. So we still on that. Um, Again, if y'all have any suggestions, we're open. Jeremy is helping do some research since he is there in the A. But I... mm. Pray for us, Ratcheteers. Please. I don't want to have to cuss nobody. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. And I'm so, I really want to go back and cuss this lady. (laughs) But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I don't let that Gemini twin come out to play too often. But y'all, y'all pushing it. Anyway, so. We have decided, we have come to a consensus, Destiny's decisions, and we... <laughs> Destiny. Write that down for a show talk. <laughs> we have decided that um, we're going to put Love & Hip Hop, the entirety of the franchise, back on the shelf. We 
somehow all watched bits and pieces, if not all, of the Love and Hip Hop Hollywood premiere. And honestly, I kind of made an executive decision, but I did run it by my co-host so we could be in unison. We need to give Mona a break. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, the the magic of the show is that we all watch the shows. We all have different jokes. We usually are in unison as far as who's being trash and with the shade and all that kind of stuff. But if we got franchises that literally somebody in the in the cast of this show is going to refuse to watch, um, I'm talking about myself, it me, I'm niggas, <laughs> then we need to take a step back <laughs> and <laughs> examine our lineup. Because I was not about to watch a single episode of Loving Hip Hop Hollywood. I suffered through bits and pieces of this Loving Hip Hop Hollywood premiere just so that I could get to thick-ass Ray J and see why he was in his panty drawers on goddamn hey, TV. Hey, why Ray J think <laughs> like he just gave birth? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> thick-ass bitches, you breastfeeding? What's going on, Ray J? Listen. Nigga picked up every pregnancy pound that Princess lost after she had Little Princess. I don't know that little baby name. Melody? Hmm. Melody, Melody, she cute Let's as hell. But listen, Ray J they, and the J is for juicy. I was here for it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, oh. and we are listen. I mean, if we're gonna be honest about the shit, we know Ray J got dick. <laughs> we know he know how to throw it. If I wanted to be trash, I could be like, I, I could fuck a nigga that's fuck Whitney Houston, but I wasn't gonna go there. I Curtis. guess I kind of did a shit. <laughs> Return of the bait. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're giving it a break. So this is a golden opportunity for y'all to interact with the show. Give us suggestions. Tweet the show. Uh, tag us on Instagram. Whatever it is that you need to do. You know, send a carrier pigeon, whatever. Send a carrier. K. Michelle. Um, and let us know a show that we can pick up or shows, I guess, cause I guess we're going to need multiple cause we're giving the entirety of loving hip hop a break. Give us some shows that we should watch and cover on, on here. Now we do have some stipulations. Don't send us nothing that has like seven seasons of backstory that is critical to us being able to keep up. Like give us something that's we can just jump in. If we choose to go back and watch previous seasons, if there are some, we will, Give us something easy to catch in, catch up on, and we can just hit the ground running. Um, we don't need no game of bozos ass shit. Yeah, you know we don't need that. And give us your suggestions, shows that y'all might watch that we don't, because I don't really watch any reality TV outside of what we cover on the show. So I'm completely yeah. in the dark. I know of like a handful. But like, um, what's uh, I think it's Hustle and Soul that comes oh, on Wee yeah. TV. I've had, so one of our faithful listeners to the show, his name is Brandon, but he goes by the dot of B on Twitter. Um, yeah, he's been recommending that show to me for a minute. He like this shit is good and ratchet and trashy. Y'all would love it. Mm-hmm. So, and my only hesitation with that is that i know they like five or six seasons in 
Yeah. And it looked like some of the met because I I remember I watched a couple of episodes of the first season. I just because I don't I I wasn't watching TV like that at the time. I never I didn't keep up with it. But um, I know that's been a suggestion. There was some show about strippers that somebody recently suggested. So let us know what y'all think we should pick up. Um, and. This might be a golden opportunity. I'm going I'm to figure it out this week. Maybe we can take that uh, listener caller idea and use that. So if y'all want to call in and sound off about what's going on on Love & Hip Hop, maybe that can be a way if y'all continue to watch it and y'all got some heat y'all want to get off y'all chest. But yeah, we're not, we not doing Mona Me Productions for a good long while. Y'all got to bring some some key people on the show for me to be interested, and maybe eh, even then, probably not. You would she would have to really revamp at least two of the shows. I like I'm done watching um, Hollywood. Me and Hollywood good. I don't got nothing for Hollywood. I don't got nothing for New York at this point. So unless she introduce a whole nother franchise, like when they were supposed to introduce Houston. But then motherfuckers started shooting and shit. <laughs> My fucking city. But that was that was that was what that should have been a go. That should have made it even more of a green light. Yeah. It was real authentic when they was trying to shoot Houston. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, okay. Oh, um, she man. would have to. She would have to give me a whole new cast on Atlanta. I can't. I can't deal with no more geriatric threesomes and sheets and panties and diapers and shit. I'm good, care. love, and joy. Mm-hmm. We don't Out of agree. all the people you could have brought on this last season, bitch, you bought poo and motherfucking dead. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Jeremy. Girl, fuck you. And fuck this. And fuck them shows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Fuck Mona Me Productions. Mm-hmm. As a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. You done played in our face too goddamn long. Yes. Now, if you're trying to give us a check, then uh, flawless noises at gmail.com. <laughs> if you're trying to bring us on, and this ain't no shade to whoever the lady is that hosts the reunions, but she not shady enough for me. Oh, okay. Nina, Nina <laughs> Parker, not, yes, nah. honey, I need you to watch a reunion show with Andy Cohen. Okay, because Andy ass. throws shade during them reunion shows. Whatever you be doing, running and screaming and crying and shit, girl... Mm-mm. The problem with Nina Parker is she be trying to conduct the shit like she on CNN. It's like, no, baby, you on a, a stage with have has beens, never beens, and ratchet motherfuckers. You got to get to the mess and the shade. Yep. This ain't CNN. No, nope. but I get it. You know, you never know what what she's gonna be propelled to do. Go, black girl, go. But um, ratchetramblings at gmail.com if y'all trying to, uh, for business inquiries. Thank you so much. <laughs> because we do not turn down money. No, we sure don't listen. <laughs> Ratchet coins, that's what this is. We are not, we are not these venues. We won't uh, listen. <laughs> okay, we will work for money. <laughs> Shit. And exposure. There you go. But mostly money. Correct. Um, let's see. The shade solidifies our pockets. <laughs> it need to. Shit. <laughs> My pockets definitely need some fortification. Uh, fortifying. Get me there. Oof. 
I almost started speaking in tongues about my brokenness. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Jesus. Um, That's enough. (laughs) All right, cool. But I ain't going to hold you because I was about to say Ebobo. But, um. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, we also trash. Oh, man. Speaking of trash, um. We trying to give y'all some trash shirts. So the summer giveaway <laughs> is still going. Y'all go leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Take five minutes out of your day and you will be entered into the contest to win a shirt. And like I said on the weekly wind down, I think maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Whoever if we get enough uh people leaving reviews and enough that we can choose winners my winner is going to get a humble thigh thumb shirt so if you trying to get a humble thigh thumb shirt for the motherfucking free 99 go leave a five star review on apple podcasts and if i select your name you get that shirt for the free yes can i take this moment to give my friend candace or rosa because let me tell you something friend things that you did that mm. yes I really appreciate Candace taking me being trash and, you know, that small sliver of brilliance and making it a whole thing. We stand an engineer. We stand ingenuity. Mm, an ingenuitive engineer. Ooh. Mm. You boy boy. Nigga, have you been have you been in the My Baby Can Read books again, Jeremy? <laughs> you know what fuck you <laughs> Are you prepared for the SATs? Okay. Are you are you about to go on Jeopardy? What's going on? No, no. You are eloquent as fuck tonight. <laughs> Maybe he must be drinking Hennessy White. <laughs> Nikki Diamonds, if you will. Okay. I'm like, what is this? All right, all right, all right. Um, I think that's it for the announcements. We've already talked about the live show, girl. Um, <laughs> so let's get into basketball wives. So this is season eight, episode eight. Damn, they had eight seasons. What the fuck? Mm. We need a new cast over here too. But you know, Oof. it's still entertaining somewhat. So, um, <sighs> where you going, friend? Where, join, where going? join me, friends and listeners, in prayer. For she that is Tammy Roman. <laughs> because this ancient spirits of cigarette past as woman has decided that she wants to become a rapper. Mm. A rapper and a singer. Mm. She cannot rap or sing or dance. Mm. From London. Oh, with a London accent. She has created an alter ego, which Reggie, you might be in danger, girl. Um, <laughs> you might just be very generous. An alter ego called Tatiana Trill with a British accent that she's not 100% perfected. And I would like to know what the issue is. Is everything okay at home? No. Do you do you require assistance, Tammy? Are you that bored with your life or is your comedy not popping enough are you upset that you you don't have a bonnet line, which you should have come out with a bonnet line? Does she have a bonnet line? If she doesn't, she a dumbass. She did. She did, but she didn't promote it well. Oh, it flopped. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know what you have going on why you're doing this, but I would like to be left out of the equation. I would like to not see it. Yeah. Please leave us alone, Tammy. First of all, here's the thing. I know that everybody could be a SoundCloud rapper, put their mixtape where they want to put it at. Um, but respect hip hop. Yes, please. We already got enough motherfuckers who can't rap in hip hop. We do not need fifty-three-year-old newlywed Tammy Roman trying to compete with her fucking daughter. Why are you trying to pick up something that your daughter is trying to be successful in? Why are you trying to step on her toes? With all this energy, with you trying to be whoever the trill, bitch, I don't even know. Don't know. Don't Ma'am, care. you are 50 fucking three talking about trill, no, girl. You have a daughter that's trying to be a rapper. She <clears throat> was on a rap competition show. Take that energy and channel that into helping her be as successful as she can possibly be with your right. connections. Be a mama. Your time is up, bitch. <laughs> Haven't you made enough mistakes? Not mm-hmm. inviting your goddamn daughters to your shotgun wedding. Now you want to step on your daughter's toes who's trying to be a rapper? I don't really... I'm not. So, on that Rick Ross show, her daughter was not my favorite rapper, but she was not a terrible rapper. Let me say that. Working with the right motherfuckers, getting the right production and the right beats and shit behind her, she would be fine. Okay? You not it. Sit your ass down. Take your insulin. <laughs> leave us alone. And leave your daughter you alone. What you, you did what you had to do getting that weight off. You did what you had to do marrying that fine ass man. You doing what you got to do to stay out of mess on the show. That's enough of us. Nobody wants to hear you rapping in a fake accent. We already got Iggy Azalea with that bullshit. Hey, we got her the fuck up out of here. Go. Be happy. In love. Have good sex with your new husband. Pop lock and drop it on him. We don't need no bars from you, bitch. Nope. Or you gonna be behind bars because we will call Kamala on you, bitch. <laughs> Kamala Harris, twenty twenty. Going to jail, bitch. Period. Stop it. Hustle them goddamn bonnets. Work on your motherfucking stand up. Keep booking these chitlin circuit plays or whatever the fuck you got going. Leave music alone. Mm-hmm. I just agree. So Kristen, Evelyn, and Jen meet up, which oh. <laughs> to all three of mm-hmm. them, they are still on this wave of CC trying to break up the Scott family when, and I will reiterate this every time, every week, Kristen is the culprit because there were no issues in the Scott family until Kristen got her ass on this show and because started showing out. You got your ass on this show and started showing your ass and your family has been in disarray since. And the fact that y'all are still trying to pin everything on CC is just blowing my mind. Like, I'm so tired of this narrative already. But it seems like y'all are committed to this throughout the season. (sighs) Especially after Byron and I already told y'all what the fuck it is and what the fuck it ain't going to be. Like, stop it. Leave us the fuck alone. Leave us alone. First of all, how does one person break up a whole fucking family? Mm. Y'all not that important? <laughs> Byron well. is the most famous Scott in that fucking family. 
Don't nobody give a fuck about Thomas. Don't nobody give a fuck about Kristen. Don't nobody give a fuck about London who used to work for his her daddy's fiance. Who trying to break who up? Everything was fine until you started breaking your fucking neck to lick Tammy, uh, to lick uh, Jen, Evelyn, and Shawnee Boots. Yeah. Mm. That's when this all went into disarray. When you start spending more time trying to suck the marrow out they bones than to keep the friendship that you got with your future uh, mother-in-law going. Girl, mm-hmm. give it a fucking rest. Every... It, and y'all stop encouraging well, it, Evelyn. Because and y'all hoes too old to be playing telephone. Kristen, the youngest one on that goddamn show. Yep. And y'all sitting around there like two fucking puppet masters because y'all lives in disarray. Yep. I just don't understand all these old ass hens that we don't seen been trash ass bitches for eight or four years on this goddamn show. Everybody in unison acting like Cece is just just fucking um, maleficent out this bitch, and I'm like, y'all do. Everybody, listen, them text messages. I was waiting for us to get there because mm, mm, mm. who haven't called OG ugly and made fun of the way she dressed? <laughs> they admitted. What didn't one of them like? I mean, we we've all said it. She yes, did. Evelyn. Yeah, yeah, like, everyone said. Like, everyone was like, we've all said that. She ugly. You ugly bitch. And you. Yeah. And you wear fake Louis Vuitton shirts. Both and of which you, you know are true. Fuck- and you look the whole motherfucking fool at that initial pool party you threw when you and Kristen got into it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, let me see. So about that pool part, about these text messages and them trying to be like, well, CC isn't a good friend to y'all. And I and I had to reference something that Curtis said because it dawned on me. CC and um, what's the ugly bitch name? OG. <clears throat> CC and OG didn't become friends until like what this season at earliest, or maybe like l- the latter part of last last season mm-hmm. like when they got into it and when Kristen and cc were on good terms until you know like candace said she came on here and fucked it up she was doing what i'm assuming most people would do if that's your friend and also that's your soon-to-be fiance's daughter-in-law she Hello? was defending, she was defending her friend slash future daughter-in-law. So, of course, she was talking shit about OG because she was not cool with OG. She didn't know her from a can of fucking paint. Now, granted, it's an ugly-ass can of paint, but she didn't know her then. So, why the fuck are we doing all this performing? Like, how dare CC? She didn't know her. You think, I'm finna, you think I'm not finna take off of somebody that I knew for a long time over somebody that I just met? Now, now if one wants to say, well, when they got cool, because she said pulled her to the side and been like, look, when we wasn't cool, I didn't know you. I said some shit about you. If you feel the way, I get it. But I apologize. Could she have done that? Yes. I'm but not at- even going that fucking far. Like, listen. We are fucking grown. Yes. If we cool now, we cool now. As long as a motherfucker can't show you no receipts with time stamps from since we've been real cool and hanging out and doing couples dinners, it shouldn't fucking matter. I didn't call I- plenty motherfuckers ugly who ain't ugly. You just happen to be ugly. But if somebody's and- talking shit to one of my friends, I'm going to call the bitch ugly. I don't care if she fine. <laughs> Fuck that ugly ass bitch. Correct. And then we Dumb just go through hope. this. 
Didn't we just yeah. go through this bullshit with Evelyn and goddamn Jennifer? So I know y'all fucking Listen. lying doing all this performing and carrying on. Listen, side tooth hoe, Jennifer. Like, you don't have a dog in this fight. You literally just got a drink thrown in your face last week. <laughs> literally. Listen. From being messy. And, and, and that was the one thing Tammy ain't lie about. She was like, I don't understand these girls and their dynamics. Because you couldn't talk about me, talk about my kid and all this other shit. And then we get back cool after a conversation. Mm. Y'all hoes pressed to be on this show, pressed to get this check for all the shit y'all talk about, getting money, having shit going for y'all. Y'all hoes don't really have nothing going for y'all selves. <laughs> Shawnee no. and Cece the only two. are the only two that have legitimate, quantifiable, qualifiable businesses that you can Google and pull up. Yep. Jen, nor Evelyn, nor Phoebe, nor OG, nor Kristen, nor uh, nor Tammy, nor uh, Jackie. Oh, I take that back. Jackie got that fucking cognac line. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's still up and running. But she had it last season, I remember. So uh, y'all need this. Y'all need this show, and y'all acting like y'all need it by the amount of mess that you old bitches are keeping up. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine always being in some mess, but acting like Cece is the goddamn villain. I know you fucking lying. Like, enough is enough say- already. Like, y'all that bothered about this woman marrying B- Byron? Because that's the only thing I, I got left. Because it just makes no sense for Kristen to have kept this going for so long. And then, after everything finally gets settled, you wait until the dust has settled to want to kick the shit back up. You could have mm-hmm. took that to your grave. Mm-hmm. And been like, you know what? Finally got shit resolved to a degree. You you sitting here, you got issues. You uh, Thomas got fake issues with Cece because of you. And again, instead of you trying to heal the breach and bring the family back together, you so determined to teach Cece a lesson that you kicking the shit back up. Mm-hmm. And everybody around you is hyping the shit up. But curiously, you didn't do this shit in front of Malaysia. Mm. You did it in front of some bitches that you knew was going to hype you up to be trash and bring this up. Because I'm sure Malaysia would have been like, okay, that's fucked up. We can talk to Cece privately, but we don't need to air this. We finally making progress on getting the family back together, quote unquote. But no, you did that in front of Evelyn and Jen. You did that in front of some bitches that have historically had an issue with Cece. All of it calculated. All of it manipulative. And it's fuck you, bitch. I see what the fuck you doing. I don't give a fuck how much these hoes sit up here and try to pretend like what what it is ain't what it really is. I see through the shit. I have the motherfucking reality stone, bitch. I know what's real and what ain't. And what is real is that you are a piece of shit. You a bitch. And you have been doing everything in your power to kick up shit to stay on this show even at the expense of your husband's family trash ass woman ass bitch stupid mm. trash bitch and i couldn't have dragged your stupid ass any better <laughs> and, and you know what's pissing me off you are pretty you got a pretty vessel but you was an ugly bitch on the yep. inside them the you worst one super fucking ugly and miserable you didn't sat up here and gossip with these two bitches who tried to take bread and money out of cc mouth Cause this is what this stems from. You look, Evelyn and Jen, you two old bitches need to give it a rest. Y'all been mad at Cece since she checked the fuck out of y'all about spreading rumors about her business. Yeah. About that Ling Ling shit. 
Mm-hmm. The North remembers, bitch. You have y'all bitches have been in y'all feelings with CC ever since she called y'all out on that bullshit, and then y'all pulled that typical uh social media thumb thugging bullshit. Oh, I was just joking. It was just jokes. Nah, it ain't just jokes with my money, bitch. Mm-hmm. Child, Kristen, kick rocks, cause you ain't in no form or fashion are you trying to have your family back to an amicable place where everybody is getting along, cause you wouldn't have did that dumb stupid shit. Nope. Because she don't want it. She want to keep the mess going for her storyline on this show. And it shows. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you picking this show over your family. And Malaysia, Imagine. queen family oriented, is allowing the shit. Because she too is also stupid and a bozo. You hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of stupid bozos, Jackie Christie got that big ass treadmill in the middle of her little bitty ass living room girl just get that a trainer one. like jesus christ you have money girl what are you doing that is one crazy ass badger that's true so she confesses to tammy and og that phoebe admitted that the song was about og which i mean i don't know why y'all t- doing all this him him and howling like we saw it we saw phoebe it's on tape admitting that she wrote the song about og that she was referencing og we saw that. So the fact that, but we said that last week, Phoebe was a coward because when the shit was brought to her door, she sat up there and tap danced around it. Yeah. Bitch, a stare. Um. Mm. <laughs> but Tammy did have a good point about Jackie being silent again when OG was getting dragged. Like Jackie be always be there, but she don't never defend nobody. She just, she just been a bone collector this season. It feels like, like she. In order to to make sure she's in the right places and getting the, the tea, she's been playing peacemaker. But to me, it just looked like she been collecting bones all season. Yeah, she she trying she she don't went from the bullet to just she she's 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 become the charade. Uh. That's yeah, but not not good at it. And no, shit, not at it's, all. It's just kind of in your attempt to be the peacemaker, you are looking. A lot more suspect than usual. Like the mess maker. <laughs> yeah, it and not even that. It's just you don't have no heart because you two are pressed to be amongst this group of girls because we all know that the way that they have been going at OG is foul. And instead of you calling it out and being the real bitch that you claim you are, you sit there and watch it and wait till everybody gone, then run back and want to tell it to OG or tell it to uh Tammy. Girl. Every time Phoebe bring that shit up, it's crickets. Even though you motherfuckers sat there and heard her say out her mouth that she was talking about OG. But y'all always talking about bitches being real, being accountable, owning it, standing in it. Y'all ain't made that y'all ain't made that funny looking bitch standing it yet. Nope. Also, Phoebe looked like some form of a cartoon character, but I like Fievel. The bitch looked like Fievel from Fievel Goes West. Oh, and she did go west. Yeah. Uh. To your still, mind to still have a flopping rap career but um because you can't rap yeah i don't care yeah. what your sister say i mean it's beautiful that your sister's proud of you but that doesn't change facts you can't rap because yeah, your sister must be deaf too bitch so i don't <laughs> i don't even really care about what your, your sister can be as proud as she won't the fact of the matter is bitch you cannot rap and for mm. you to talk all that tough talk, all that I'm from the Bronx and this, that, and the third, every time OG press you, bitch, you quiet. Yep. And you don't feel like dealing with this and it ain't that deep and this, that, I'm and the third. It. 
you ain't you ain't been you ain't had enough balls you ain't had enough big clear energy yet to say i said it and your shirt was fake bitch yep but you said it on your little tacky ass rap record this is what happens when they let the Keebler elves get new jobs. Mm. Mm. This is what we have to deal with. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You hate to see it. So everybody but Evelyn shows up for Phoebe's show. Phoebe throws the conversation towards Cece for some reason. Like y'all find a way to bring Cece up when she's not there at every opportunity. I really don't get it. Mm. But... Kristen spills the tea and she's sitting in the back looking crazy. The real manipulator behind everything, like the acting that you like, I'll give you your chops, bitch. Because you real good at acting like you don't know why shit is going sideways, even though you masterminded it. And we saw Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) We saw you in a previous scene with Evelyn and Jen. Mm -hmm. Yep. But you know exactly what to do. So you let somebody else bring the shit up. That's why you ran to Jen, because you know Jen can't keep her mouth fucking shut when she got tea. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Well, I don't have the receipts. Kristen has the receipts. So now it looks like you just had a conversation with your friend. You're not the one trying to bring up the mess when, in fact, it is you. We saw the shit. You're not oh, fooling so anybody. And so then Cece shows up and Cece was like, why does it feel like every time I come somewhere with y'all is it feels like an ambush? And I felt you there. Now, on the flip side, as Candace has said multiple weeks, I like Cece. But this was a clear I, I couldn't stand with you on this one, sweetie, because you this was the perfect opportunity for you to be like, I mean, I didn't really know you then. Right. Um, but that's my bad you know i shouldn't have said that i apologize but at the same time she barely got a chance to get any words out of her mouth before tammy roman old dog face ass come barking over there and it's just like you are not even a part of this nobody is talking about you tammy why are you inserting yourself and not letting cc talk especially when you get did all this him and the harm by you gonna stay out of the mess i can't tell tammy she stirred just enough mess so that it don't look like she don't have a reason to be here. Mm. But y'all did all of that him and the Han over some old shit. And it was just like, again, Kristen at the epicenter of mess again. And nobody holding her accountable again. And then let me tell you something. I was kind of disgusted when Kristen and OG was like, bonding over that shit oh enemy of my enemy and my friend ass bitches right like oh kristen exposed cc so now we gonna we gonna be cool we you know we got to come together against the the real bit manipulation and deception yeah absolutely we good we good no that bitch has said all kind of shit about you how you can't have kids and you just jealous of her and because you kwame never gonna marry you Girl, not That's only that, honest. not only that, but is it just me or is this a prime example of Kristen doing exactly what everybody has been accusing Cece of? Yep. You yes. use this to say what you wanted to say about OG, because, again, there there was no reason for you to bring this to light. No, at all. Like, yeah, it's mess, but 
the fact that you feel like Cece needs to be taught a lesson and you threw your family under the bus again in front of this group instead of keeping it amongst the family, you are fake as fuck. You well, are you know, trash. You are evil. You are putrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I got some smoke for Cece because, again, like I said, if you can't handle this group of girls, you need to be off the show. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart because this time, even though Kristen was being a snake, you got caught with your hand in a cookie jar. And it's okay to be like, you know what? I said that. And when I said it, it was when you and Kristen had got into it at your barbecue and she was texting me, venting to me about you talking shit. And as her friend, I was going to back her up, period. And then I got to know you. I got to have dinner with you and Kwame. Y'all are good people. I'm sorry that I said that stuff about you. A simple apology would have gone a very long fucking way. And then you could have also put the spotlight back on Kristen for being a snake. Mm-hmm. Instead, you ran out the fucking venue like a crybaby. What's the big deal? Like, girl. And you could have been honest and you could have been like, you know what? I, for, I didn't want to get to know you because of the stuff that Kristen told me about you initially. Which would have been valid. Because can't nobody on that cast fault you for, like, you don't know OG, you do know Kristen, y'all friends, y'all family. Can't nobody fault you, not nobody with no good sense can fault you for backing up your family and your friend at that moment when y'all were friends and you weren't cool with OG? Just stand up in that shit. But she ran, and like I agree with Candace. I didn't like that. I, I didn't. At yeah, the same time, though, it's still fuck Christian and them bitches. And also, OG, you dumb as you you are uh, dumb as you look because girl, you linking up with these evil bitches who don't shit it on you just because you <laughs> over this recently shit? was just shitting on you in San Diego. Re- recently was just, was just shitting on you at that table. And we also Evelyn not- and Jen talking about who didn't call OG ugly. Girl. Right. But yeah, you're going to be linking up with Christian because you bonding over this shit. OG, you as stupid as you look in your confessions in that blue looking like a fucking mage from Final Fantasy. Girl, fuck your ugly ass. I really can't believe you didn't see through that bullshit, but I mean... And especially when you was the one that was pressed to befriend CC. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, um, Shaquille O'Neal makes an appearance on the show and not just via FaceTime. He showed up in person. He had flowers for the ladies at the table because the whole family was going out to celebrate Sharif being cleared to start playing basketball again after his open heart surgery. And the only thing I took from that whole interaction is Shaq trying to get that old thing back. And I was screaming. Listen, I ain't gonna lie. I've seen divorce people divorced couples who have a good rapport nothing like that that is sexual tension and chemistry or like y'all sneaking and creeping and don't want people to find out london the microphone not even connected (laughs) (laughs) is she in the microphone talking about hi but uh they had a lot of it was some chemistry there that looked far beyond two people who just want to co-parent and get along yeah, like mm-hmm. even beyond oh, they, just being friends, yeah, like she it keeps saying, mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. to me that was 
Shaq kindly putting the kids on notice that he about to really go hard trying to woo their mama. Because mm-hmm. all of that, like, we know Shaq has always been goofy. We've known that for ages. But all of that carrying on that he was doing at that table, being a yeah. father of the year, all yeah. up in Shawnee ear. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's trying to get that old thing back. And Shawnee girl... <laughs> Trying mm-hmm. to act like you ain't interested. Okay, I mean, okay, mm-hmm. you, you know, I I'm understand. Give it you to gotta you. save face. Exactly. You gotta save face for all the shit he put you through. But girl, sometimes life just happens, and you can't control how you feel and what you want and what you think. Cause Shaq show got humbled when he thought it was a whole bunch out in these streets, and that motherfucker single is a dollar bill right now. And he okay? hated. Uh, he hated, and mm-hmm. also, you- I, you know what, I want to. I like the O'Neills on a in a, from a business standpoint. Y'all yeah. motherfuckers know how to make a dollar, child. Because mm-hmm. Shaq's restaurant looked nice as shit. The restaurant yeah. looked nice. And he looked genuinely impressed by Shawnee's business ventures. And yeah. I will yeah, always yeah. give Shawnee her roses for that. Because the weed business, what did she say she was getting into? The real uh, estate. Real estate getting and, uh, into real estate. Back, mm-hmm, and buying property where she grew up. Yep. Right, so now she's gonna be flipping properties, and he was like, "I I would not be surprised if her hustle and ambition is part of the attraction for him." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it it hit like you can look at somebody, but when you see their drive in action, it it hit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you want to hit it. Listen, right. he is trying to he trying to take Shawnee to the moon and mm-hmm. back. Well, shit, okay. he's tall enough to reach it here. Well, I heard she his dick still, not, but <laughs> yeah. she is still as beautiful as ever. I want to say that. Like, I enjoyed seeing this part of their lives. I'll I'll say that it was a a nice break from this redundant drama that they've been trying to keep going this whole season. Mm-hmm. But that's usually how it always goes. She was Shawnee, the only one to be having, for the most part, Shawnee, the only one to be having positive shit going on. The rest of these motherfuckers be in mess 24 7. 24 7. Every single one of them. Mm. And if Cece would just put her foot down and be like, I'm done, I'm good, then she could get back to having positivity. Because mm-hmm. I would be like, girl, I'm not about to do it. Like, I don't need to do this. The only thing I can think of is contractual obligation. Cause ain't no way in hell yeah. I would continue to subject myself to this. I'd be like, bitch, you can do whatever the fuck you want, say whatever the fuck you want. I'm gonna be over here making my money with my business, getting this good Scott Dick, <laughs> and about to be uh, married to the man of my dreams. I'm not about you- to be dealing with this shit with you, bitch. Right. That simple. Like, Cece, you do not need this. Now, I will say. I've been on the fence because I like CC, but enough is enough. You don't need to be on this show. However, I would be interested in seeing a wedding special between her and Byron. But I'd watch. Yeah, I would watch it. I would. I'm. I'm curious to see how that would look. And it looked like Byron is sparing no expense. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I would you be know. curious. I would keep be curious to see like what does their style look like? What is that wedding going to look like? You know what I'm saying? Like what is all of the the stuff leading up to it? Look, I would be interested in that, but I'm tired of this shit on this show. Like 
Kristen is a piece of shit. She ain't gonna never be family to you. And there's no point in you subjecting yourself to this. Like, that girl is a snake. Mm-hmm. Just that simple. Instead of Voldemort, call it Volda bitch. That's who she is. Volda bitch. Well, you didn't lie, friend. And she don't have no storyline without Cece. No. Nope. She can't talk about Cece. It's crickets from that bitch. They don't even want her on the fucking TV screen. Nope. You really should be thanking CC bitch because you really don't have no other claim to fucking fame on this show. Mm. We don't know shit about you, to be honest. Don't know shit about we know you. you got a, we know you got a kid with Byron Scott's adopted son. Literally. And nothing else going for yourself. You don't have going for you. Girl, fuck you. For nothing them. going for you, nothing going for London, nothing going for Thomas, because shit, we also have to remember the reason that another reason Byron don't fuck with y'all because y'all some broke bitches, so... <laughs> never, never forget how the fuck y'all taking him out, but then expecting him to pay on his dime, bitch. I know you fucking lying. Can you imagine going to your going to to dinner for your father and not expecting to pull out your wallet? Like, daddy, you got it. They're like, wait, ain't Listen, y'all here for me? <laughs> them kids, them kids be like, happy birthday to you. Thanks for treating us to no boo like this. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, shut the fuck up. Why are you so annoying? You. You. Can you please leave a tip to? <laughs> like, God damn. I got to do everything? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We are doing amazing. <laughs> so the next episode is gonna be the Malaysia and Jackie Christie fight, and I'm I'm tuned in for that. Yes, because Malaysia is boring, but when she get ramped up, oh, it's it's action, baby. Furniture moving, literally. And Jackie Christie looked like she. I mean, she looked like she off her rocker. I was gonna say something rude, um, but I'm curious to see what happens. How do we get there, and what's gonna happen? Is anybody gonna actually get a chance to connect? That's what I'm here for. And hopefully that will give us a break from the CC shit, but I doubt it. Uh, And that's it on that. And I think we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we will cover Black Ink Crew Chicago and Real Housewives of Potomac. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With 5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for staying tuned. Uh, we about to head on over to the season finale of Black Ink Chicago. Thank oh, God. Wow, goddamn time, Jesus. Woo. Mm. So I'm not about to spend a whole lot of time. We're not about to spend a whole lot of time on the first part of the episode. 
uh, congratulations, Charmaine and Nick. Uh, okay. Um, but on <laughs> on this boat that uh, what, uh, what do we call? What do you call Danielle? Wish you say she looked like somebody from Ducktales. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danielle. Yep. Danielle set up like a little cruise, <laughs> a little boat, a cruise, mm. and uh, brought Charmaine's mom and dad and aunt and Neek's mom and dad or something, uh, which is cool or whatever. But then comes <sighs> barfing. Bella, <laughs> who cannot hold her fucking thoughts for anything. Why would you get your stupid, bad weave having, can't fight ass on that boat and ask in front of every fucking body how much Neek spent on that ring? Tacky ass. Who shit. raised you? You Ooh. are a wild fucking animal, bitch. <laughs> mm. You are a you are a rabbit fucking dog. Mm. Who does that? Lichiwawa. Hakuna Madami. Mm. Fucking strife because bitch, <laughs> you. <laughs> and then when they are like Bella, chill. This bitch gonna say, "Well, it's not like I brought the rumor up." Like girl, girl you, you just asking to get dragged. Listen, then talk First about Charmaine, that. like, oh, why are you wearing that dress again? Girl, what are you doing? You deserve to get beat up. Oh. Like, you lucky that everybody was trying to have some decorum in front of Charmaine and Neek parents. Because I feel like Danielle, well, Danielle can't fight either. So. I was about to say. Well, but, I mean, Bella can't fight. I mean, it would just be like, exactly. like a circle of strife. Don't circle nobody want to see that. Nobody want to see no sixth grade fight. Right, two grown heifers that don't know how to fight. But I mean, you could at least pull it on a hair or something. Like, girl, stop ruining my cousin's moment. You shouldn't be speaking at all. You the only bitch with commentary while they trying to give their speeches. What the fuck wrong with you? When nobody invited you here in the first fucking place. And see, Charmaine, you need to surround yourself with some real bitch. Girl, where are your friends? She ain't got none. Like, I she can, has there's made no that way. whole shop <laughs> her life and it shows because I'm not trying to be funny. There is no reason that Don and Ashley should have been on that trip at all. Nope. There is no reason why Bella should have been on that boat. Yeah. Y'all could have hung back at the house, but y'all had no place on that fucking boat. You and Don got a very nasty history. Ashley didn't beat you up. Bella has proven countless times that she really don't fuck with you like that and see it for you and that she can't be taken any fucking where yeah and can't, behave can't, can't hold liquor can't hold water can't hold mess like Bella should be the last person you ever be in the vicinity with Charmaine listen can't hold vomit the only thing she can hold is punches mm. damn girl can't hold chicken got that slapped out your hand like you would mm. think after getting beat up multiple times in such a short span you would learn to shut the fuck up there's one thing that I just, I cannot suffer is somebody who has had hands and feet put on them, but still got all that mouth. What are you doing all this talking for? Because you mm. can't back it up. People have pulled your whole card. Enough. Enough, yeah, you, Bella. Enough. You and your weave of woe shut the fuck up. 
And shut up. And why is you here? You got a whole fucking kid back at home. Listen, she can't hold Don't responsibility. Don't be a mama. When Charmaine mama was like, where the baby at? <laughs> That's how little time you be spending with your own fucking child. Motherfuckers always asking where your kid at. Who got the baby? Mm-hmm. It ain't her daddy. Because he don't want nothing to do with her. Nope. Don't even want to meet the girl. Child, I was just sitting there. But what, what really then set me off was they decide after the little cruise or whatever, they're going to take the parents back to where they stand and they all going to go out and have drinks. Charmaine, you acted so fucking guilty. Listen. I still do not believe you fucked Van myself just based on the circumstances surrounding the situation and you know all the women that was there fighting for his fucking love but what does it matter that was my thing like if it happened believe it nope that's what that's who opinion matter the most yeah Mm -hmm. don messy ass made a good point if it's not true what is you carrying on for and put Speak, especially Don, <laughs> especially Don, because what was real this stuff. No better than anybody about getting caught cheating. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, but Don pulled some snake shit though, because they ran the beautiful bean footage, and we find out. Listen, the producer came from behind the camera and was like, "Let me tell y'all something." Okay, they thought it was me. I'm a messy bitch, and I do live for drama, but this ain't it. This ain't me. <laughs> this don't have my signature on it. This is Don. Mm-hmm. And let's Bishop. roll. Let's roll the bean footage back of the scripture from Don Bishop for how this rumor got started. And we see Don is the one that told production about that told production this and started the rumor. Mm-hmm. And the whole time you've been sitting here acting like you don't know what's going on, being bashful throwing gems as if you got information that you're not willing to share and the whole time you the motherfucking snake in the grass that did this shit why would you do that why would you throw this rumor up when you knew that Charmaine was close to being engaged why would you try to fuck her shit up by spreading this rumor about her and Van what you got going on in your heart and in your head Don that you sitting up here trying to ruin Charmaine's happy relationship that's what I would like to know. If you so motherfucking happy with Braceface over there, why the fuck you trying to fuck up Charmaine's shit, Don? Because mm-hmm. it was pointless. Right. Had no point, and it got you looking like a whole bitch. Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna have nerve to say why it doesn't matter. Well, why did it matter that you had to start the goddamn exactly. rumor, Don? Well, if it don't matter, then yeah. why you kick it off? Exactly. Now that I'm thinking back, it, he, first of all, let me say this: she was a messy bitch that lived for drama. But I just need you to stand up in it and own it because um, thinking back on shit that Charmaine has done to you, um, I absolutely do not mind what you pulled considering she was the one that uh, alerted the whole shop to your outside baby and Ashley amongst other shit, making sure that Ashley knew that y'all was fucking uh, when all that shit blew up. So I, I understand you being a petty bitch. But own it. You like like Jeremy and Curtis said, you sitting there acting like you don't know what the fuck going on when you started the shit. Yep. Be mm-hmm. it true or not. Maybe Charmaine did suck Van Dick, although I'm cringing at the thought of it. Um, why would you do that, girl? Well, why nothing girl, to be gained. Nothing Literally. to be gained from that. But again, if that's the if that's what you want, don't be smiling in her face and shit, showing up to be at her engagement if you're gonna be doing that kind of shit. 
you should have stayed the fuck back in Chicago. And all of this performing over van? Over van. Van? A nigga built like a mystery machine. What is you doing? Van, a.k.a. I'm a little Johnson short and stout. Like, girl, all of this over fucking van. We're calling this episode nursery rhymes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because, listen, I just... But imagine having not been engaged 24 hours and carrying on like that. With the fucking type, with the type of ring Nick put on her finger, you could, you motherfuckers couldn't have told me nothing. Nope. Listen, I don't give a fuck what rumors you spread. I don't give a fuck what you think. I know what me and my pussy was doing, and it's finna go serve up my new fiance for this beautiful ass ring he didn't slid on his finger. But it's just like my well-to-do fiance. Because one thing we have not given Nick his roses on his business. Homeboy got some coin. Yes. Yeah. Now he, in he don't use it fashion, to get a good lineup. Yeah, in typical fashion, he don't use it, you know, to make himself look like nothing. Mm-hmm. But homeboy got coin. I mean, charge thirty thousand dollars for an app. <laughs> yes, business yeah, acumen. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. No, don't. No, I don't know. Well, not the money. The money. Yeah. Well, I don't know because we know Charmaine freaky. So Neek might have a little. You know, he's skinny too. So you never know. You never know. It might be hitting his kneecap. I would not doubt it. I wouldn't be surprised. But I one thing we I, we can say is that Neek, he truly loves Charmaine. He ride for her. He tries to protect her, despite her constantly putting herself in bad positions. But Listen. I'm gonna let you get there, friend. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, when he said what he said at at the end of this episode, I was like, yes. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> all of this is blowing. Uh, still, she's still going strong. They didn't switch locations. The bitch still arguing. <laughs> Finally, Van is like Charmaine. No, we did not have sex in Vegas. Okay, calm down. No, tell him. Tell him me. Tell him. Charmaine, I just said we did not have sex in Vegas. What more do you fucking want? And what really made me laugh. And again. Congratulations to Charmaine, but I don't feel no way for for that situation because Charmaine has kept up so much shit. But when she sat up there talking about and nobody had my back about it, girl, Mm. you the same bitch, like I said, that made sure Ashley knew that Don had that outside baby. You the same girl that brought up the shit about uh, Don and the girl who had the abortion last season. You the same bitch that blew the roof off the Cat and Ryan fiasco. Girl, why would anybody come to your defense about any fucking thing? Yeah, it's always people that don't have nobody back wanting people to have theirs. She re- she reminds me of Ashley, keeping all that shit going, and then when the shit landed in her backyard, she wanted everybody to be sympathetic, empathetic, defender, look out for her, tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Ain't nobody got shit for you, Charmaine, because Don only did to, to you what you have done to multiple people in that goddamn shop over the years. Mm-hmm. She got what her hand called for. So for me, it was like, again, I'm glad that you got a ride or die, Neek, but girls suffer. You just had to, you had to take that one on the chin because that is your M.O. And you did not like it when the shoe landed on the other foot. So, girl, And you was reacting I, like a motherfucker who was guilty as shit. Absolutely. Because well, honestly, because cause honestly, let's let's be honest. Damn near everybody in that shop don't fucked on each everybody. So what the who who the fuck cares? Basically, that's also a very, very 
poignant fact. I try, friend. I well, try. these stupid motherfuckers made it back from Myrtle Beach, and uh, Ryan and Don had a sit down. And Ryan is doing what me and Curtis been saying needed to be done episodes ago. Seasons ago. Ryan realized that, well, Ryan finally let uh, Don know that when no revenue coming in from the old nine mag. Which who's surprised by that? Not a soul. Egos, attitudes, but no money to back it up. Mm. And I truly believe that Don wanted to give Van a real fair chance at, you know, running that shop or whatever. But once them lawsuits started rolling in and shit, and Ryan was like, okay, enough is enough. I got to take my name off of this. Mm-hmm. And he sat with Don and he was like, you know, you're a good manager, but how can you manage something that is just completely fucked up? Yeah. It just really ain't no coming back from what that old shop is. Yeah. I appreciated yeah. this because it was a throwback to the last time this happened when he did not give Don that courtesy yeah. of having that come. Like when they just rolled in, it was like, welcome to the new nine Mac. And Don was like, so y'all couldn't tell me this before y'all we come in the middle of our party and embarrass the fuck out of me. So I was like, okay, I see it. He learned from his, that's one thing I can say about Ryan. He seems to learn from his mistakes. Now, some, Sometimes he does it faster. Sometimes he does it slower. But he definitely, you can see the tangible lessons being applied from the shit that yeah, he goes absolutely. through. Mm-hmm. And who he decided to bring with him, you know, as Candace goes I through mean, the episode. I mean, that was a no-brainer. Why would you bring Van? Because Van let your shop go into disarray in the first place. And like Candace said, he gave him a fair shot to run that shop. And he ran it directly into the ground. Motherfucker didn't want to buy toilet paper for the clients to use. But mm-hmm. he bringing his niggas in there. They eating chicken wings and shit all out in the open. Running off potential clients and shit. Mm-hmm. How you fuck the you women in the shop and shit like that right how the fuck you call yourself a manager but you don't have nothing to show for it you're not mm-hmm. spending money on the shop but you also not giving your boss money from the shop y'all not yeah. making any fucking money you got the nerve to sit up here and carry on the way that you do at the very least if you want to be king for a day van at least have the financials to back it up have the business to back it up so that you can say say whatever you want about how i run the shop but the metrics don't lie the shop is in disarray is stink is nasty hepatitis is running around like children and you're not bringing in no fucking money and you employing a bitch that got the whole brand banned from the, the tattoo convention in chicago for years to come mm. And every time we do something, it's some fucking drama. Every time I take y'all anywhere, it's some fucking drama. But y'all acting like y'all was surprised? Well, Van didn't, but he. But I'm sure Van knew it was coming. There's no way he didn't know that that was coming. You ran that shop into the ground. Charmaine, mm-hmm. all that motherfucking acting and performing, Oscar-winning performances that you gave. You turned in a whole motherfucking Kerry Washington. All of that performing about the shop closing. Girl, you were free of that shop. You the one who decided to bring your stupid ass back there. And at the end of the day, you never once did your fucking job. Not from the first time you've been on this show. I have never seen you do what you're supposed to be doing in that shop as far as your actual role. You've been hollering about this celebrity concierge shit. You have not brought one single celebrity in that shop. 
Mm-hmm. Nah, Seasons before one. that, she was the shop manager. Ain't managed a goddamn thing. Only thing you did was manage mess, manage getting beat up, and manage getting some dick every now and then. That's the only and manage being musty. <laughs> Never forget. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing you fucking managed. All of that goddamn performing for a place that you know you didn't have no business being in in the first place, and no nobody's gonna have your back because you the main perpetrator of why the shit fell apart, why the family fell apart, why the soul food family is not that fist. Mm. It's you, Charmaine. You are the toxic energy, bitch. You and yeah. Van. So the two motherfuckers yep. that are the most toxic in that bitch are the two that sit up here acting like they can't believe what's going on. And let me tell you something. Uh, what's the bitch name? Not Lily. Bella. Uh, Bella. Thank you, Jeremy. Ooh. Girl. Let me did. tell you something, Bella. Girl. All of that goddamn performing that you, bitch, you have been drunk. You have been wild. You have been out of control. You have been using the shop as a daycare. You have done everything in your power to tarnish the brand nine mag and you got the audacity to do all of that performing after the shit you just pulled at uh in where did they go south carolina the shit you just pulled in south carolina the shit that you pulled at the last trip the shit that you pulled at the last tattoo convention fighting and shit you have done nothing but bring misery and strife to this shop since you got here hexes when that bitch said she put the shop on her back, I was like, what shop? What shop you put on your back, bitch? You never even made it to the new nine mag. Nope. And you've been fired four times from the old one. The only thing what shop Bella... you put on your back? Uh, listen, when Ryan said I sympathize with Bella, I know she's a mom. I'm a parent too, but I don't sympathize enough. To keep some shit going that need to be shut down. I was like, oh, thank God, finally. Not only that, but we can throw it all the way back. Them motherfuckers took a chance on you. Because your first day at work, you showed up late and drunk. Mm-hmm. And it was Rachel. Because at the time, Ryan was not going to give you an opportunity. And it was Rachel that fought for you and let you keep your job. And look how you have behaved since you brought a whole weirdo in there. that got beat the fuck up by junior at Thanksgiving, <laughs> a nigga that fucked and ducked you. You fucking niggas in the shop, keeping mess going. You fucking the lilies in the shop, keeping mess going. You inviting bitches that ain't got nothing but ill will towards your boss to parties. You are a fucking liability. You floss. Yeah shaped bitch <laughs> i've had the enough only, bella the only thing bella has on her back has been on her back either fighting or fucking that's literally it talking about i put the whole shop on my back bitch laying on your back for niggas in the shop don't count that ghosted you mm. jet said i'm good bitch don't enjoy <laughs> or you getting on your back for bitches looking at you literally that done had you on your back and listen you be- you, you get treated like listen, the ugly stepchild. You let Lily drizzle some tapatia sauce on your titties, and now you sitting up here, don't know what the fuck going on, doing all kinds Tap- of shit. Tapatio titties, asshole. Mm. Like goddamn, all of that throwing shit and flipping tables and girl, get the fuck out of here. Knowing you can't afford to fix nothing, you fuck up with your broke ass because mm. you don't work. You ain't never, you've never done a day's with the only time you did any work that we could see is when they was fucking with you at that party and they made you pick up that donkey shit. Donkey, 
Were you shitting in your carpet? That's the only time you've ever done any work, Bella. And you're doing all this performing. You should have been fired, if we're going to be honest. We, and this is probably the focus that you need because, girl, while you sitting up here trying to be on this show, kicking up all this mess, you need to be doing what's necessary to raise your daughter. You've already admitted to us that you don't have the financials to live the way you want to and take care of your daughter the way that you want to. Your baby daddy's a piece of shit. Won't even meet the little girl. We know he ain't paying no child support. Mm-hmm. But you got time to be on the boat at somebody engagement celebration throwing shade. Well, I'm about not being able to pay your bills. Bitch, you should have been somewhere working some fucking overtime. Okay. You should have been that motherfucking CVS printing out long ass receipts for customers, bitch. Something. Instead of sitting up here trying to be on vacation, then your ass came back home to no job. That's what you get, goofy bitch. Suffer. <laughs> fucking bozo but yeah i mean it's like okay finally ryan like i'm not gonna pat you on the back too much about over some shit that you should have done a long time ago honestly like honestly because i'm i was here for the mess this season but it literally made no sense for you to have a shop in into a in a shop you nine mag inception with these shops that didn't make no sense from the fucking jump and the shop that's in the front that everybody is familiar with is the trash that was just bad business yeah, it was bad business. Like, you wanted to get your petty on saying, like, y'all said it was me that was keeping up all the shit. I'm going to give y'all your own shit. Let's see what happened. Like, I get it. But well, at the I same mean, time, that was already a- done. But just to to redirect a little bit, he said he didn't say I'm, I'm giving y'all I'm giving y'all an opportunity under the nine mag brand to do business the way you claim you can do it without my interference. And what happened? You ran the shit into it. Didn't even flop, cause people were still trying to come in nine mag and get a tattoo. Y'all literally purposefully ran it into the ground. Y'all were the Agent Smith to the to the Matrix that is nine mag. Like y'all ran that shit into the ground on purpose. And whether you had ill will when you did it, because I'm I'm on the fence about that as far as Van. I know Candace has said that multiple times that she feel like he's done that on purpose. Mm-hmm. But the rest of y'all are just such big bozos that y'all y'all ran the shit into the ground. Imagine being banned from a tattoo convention in your own fucking city. For life. Was it for life? I thought it was for like three or four years. I no, thought it was for life. I, I permanent? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's yeah, the permanently. Up. Yeah, Ryan said they banned permanently. Oh, he got to fight that. That's that's harsh. Yeah, I, I, don't y'all... Think it is, I don't think it'll stick. But yeah, still. hopefully he fight. But the still. The fact that it, that it even got to that point. Right. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, y'all some bozos. Every single last one of y'all. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that'll be curious to see what the next season looks like. We got another shop chameleon. Uh thing going on i guess because now we in the dark about how the shops are gonna be managed again is is he gonna expand the rest of the new shop into the old shop space and renovate all that and make it clean he kind of need to because it's nasty like what's he what is he or is he gonna bring in new staff to run the old shop how's that gonna work how's that gonna affect everybody tv contract so but that's the end of black king crew chicago isn't it like this was the yep. season finale. Mm-hmm. And they don't uh, do reunions. So, so. 
<clears throat> nope, no reunions in Black Ink, Compton, and New York will air at the same on the same day. Back to back. I don't understand that. Which I don't get that Oof. because I really believe Compton deserves a fair chance to right. stand on its own. Right. Right. And we're not that eager to see C's and Co again. Listen, I, not at all. Nope. I, I, no, I mean, kind of. The previews, Sky fighting her son again, talking about he stole from her. Bitch, how Which he one, Genesis? From you? Uh, no. Dez? Celine. Dez? Yeah. Shit. In the preview, she fighting Dez, talking about, sorry, he stole from her. Uh, bitch, you abandoned him. How he stole from <laughs> you? That's reparation. Do you beat me to a cat? <laughs> Uh okay, that's back child support, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave what he get what's old to him, girl. What you doing? You in the arrears, bitch. Uh and C's look like in the preview he's trying to make up with Puma and Puma's wife. Mm. Uh they didn't show much more than that in the preview. And I haven't looked at the super trailer because, to be honest, last season left a lot to be desired. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm gonna see what Compton hidden for, especially because the person that's supposed to be the Ryan of it is Kyla Pratt's uh, baby daddy or boyfriend. I don't know if they're still together or not, but there's that. Mm-hmm. So Kyla we'll Pratt, see. who hasn't aged a day, nope. She still like yeah. she looked like she did when she was on one on one. Yep, that's crazy. Yeah. Mac don't crack. When you got it, you got it. Guess so. Well, let's uh, hop on our plane. We're gonna go from Chicago to Potomac. So, Real Housewives of Potomac season four, episode thirteen, opening old wounds. So, first and foremost, shout out to Brooke that was on episode ninety nine. She keeps her foot on Giselle's neck on Twitter about that yes. Mini Cooper and the rest of her foolishness. <laughs> yes. And whenever I happen to catch it on Twitter, I be dying. Because then everybody start chiming in and they start pulling the receipts on how rackety Giselle is. I be like, damn. Shout out to Brooke. They be dragging the shit out of Giselle on Twitter. And rightfully so. And I was about, yeah. Honestly, honestly, honestly. It's what she deserves. So first and foremost, uh, why are Chris and Candace looking at million dollar mansions? Mm. Okay, I'm glad we arrived here real quick because that was <laughs> mm. the first thing on my mind. First of all, that house should not cost a million dollars with all that light ass wood in there. <laughs> that house was two point <laughs> five million dollars. That okay. shit is that is not a two point five million dollar looking house. I'm at not. All. It, it, I was just looking at it like, okay, that old ass wood everywhere. I was like, what are y'all, girl, uh, like, I talking know y'all about we lying. can afford it and she got a trust. Bitch, you don't even know what's in the motherfucking trust. You can't and even you... trust Dorothy. What you talking about? And I'm Honestly. not trying to be funny, but you are old than a motherfucker. Like, you might not be 40 like these other bitches, but you at least 30 talking about a trust. Like, when is the trust going to kick in, bitch? Right. Please. Tell us when. When it gonna kick in? We want to know, cause most people get their trust released to them between the ages of twenty one and twenty five. Yep. So what's really going on that Dorothy hasn't released that trust to your ass? It don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the trust does not exist. <laughs> 
But I, I don't know. I didn't get that. And your first house that you buy together doesn't have to be your forever home. It really don't. Like, y'all don't have why kids. are you so mm-hmm. pressed to put y'all in such a bad financial situation just so to get out good. from out under your mama? Like, why? I just looked it up. Candace is 32, according to Google. Okay, so she older than I thought she was. Girl, ain't mm. no trust in that trust. Mm. Trust that is That fucking best. trust don't exist, bitch. <laughs> Dorothy say you gonna have to be 50 to get the trust, girl. Are you not gonna get it till she die? Listen, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if a battle axe like that would put some shit like that. Yes, you'll get your trust after I die. And it better be a nice funeral. I don't have no trust in your trust, child. That shit does not exist at the age of 32. Furthermore, why do you need a two and a half million dollar home and you ain't got kid to boot? What do what do you and Chris need to do with that much house? All he the only went gainfully gainfully employed. Right, because yeah. all the businesses you listed off all are flops. So mm. correct. Well, I, you know time? what? I'm not gonna say that about the pageant consulting business because that probably is popping because that's your world, that's your wheelhouse, but. Mm. From what we can tell, you're not bringing in no significant income, because otherwise y'all wouldn't be struggling to get up from un- out from under Dorothy in the first fucking place. Y'all make enough to support yourselves, but you trying to keep up with the Joneses, you trying to keep up with the Moniques and and the Karens. I was gonna say the Robins, but Robin ain't got it. I was about to say. Um, we see Giselle ain't got it. Mm, with all, all the tea that's been spilled about her. Now that's a Mini Cooper. Oh, if she was in a PT cruiser, I would dog her ass every damn day. <laughs> a PT cruiser? Uh, for oh. all the shit you talk, girl, I know you fucking lying. I mean, it's in general because they. <laughs> um, no shade. If you got a PT cruiser, what driving to the wheels fall off? I guess. I mean, the wheels. Never mind. Never, let's move on. I mean, good luck, everybody. <laughs> Hopefully your life is in good hands. <laughs> Let's hope you got warranty and insurance, uh, girl. Mm, 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 mm. So Giselle's new home. Mm. <laughs> I mean, she bought a fixer upper, so I guess I can't be too upset about that. But it just looked like I don't know a uh, house of strife. Yeah, that's probably a good way to put it. So I howled, howled when Robin had to go to the bathroom. The motherfucker went to an outhouse. I was like, in the house. I was uh, when uh when whichever one of them was like, I hope you got your tetanus shot. I was like, me too, girl. It was me too. Do not be in there and and catch nothing because you got the pee so bad and, and don't. Don't go give Juan nothing or them kids, girl. They don't deserve. They do not deserve. Um, and so Giselle, mm, she cleared her throat like she was Jeremy before she started addressing Ashley. <laughs> 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 uh, Only for her to throw Katie under the bus. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just threw Katie ass up under the bus. Now, Katie was talking reckless. At, uh, what, was, what was that event that they were at where she was talking all that shit 
that gala that don't nobody know what the uh no it was before that because they uh, were showing scenes oh, of at it. robin's uh makeup thing oh was okay that yeah it? i think that was what it was or somebody's little makeup thing whatever that was katie was talking mad shit to robin and uh giselle and so giselle about ashley and that whole situation so of course giselle tells ashley about it because she's trying to show her solidarity and support for ashley by being messy and throwing other people under the bus put a pin in that yes please do and so then somehow they start talking about monique and giselle ended up shifting the conversation and making the entire thing about monique i didn't realize that giselle still hated monique this much because i'm like what did monique do that caused all of this like y'all decided to bury the hatchet this woman is pregnant as hell Mm. (laughs) Mm. and not be driving a fucking Mini Cooper at 40. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't got a man. <laughs> <laughs> While having kids with fucking Jamal Bryant mm. and he ain't paying no motherfucking child support. Mm. We know what Monique did. She she did what uh, Giselle hates. A brown-skinned woman is better than you, living a better life than you, has better luck with men than you. And you hate you over it. here buying shanties and shacks and shit, bitch. And she over here living in a mansion with rental property, investment property, and every fucking thing else because her husband had enough sense to invest wisely while he was in the NFL. Mm. Mad ass bitch. Then she gonna make that comment talking about she could podcast till she die or some shit. Who says some shit like that? A it ain't never help. that fucking deep. A jealous bitch with a late car, with late clothes, with late hair, with a late house, and kids that don't even really want to fucking be bothered with her. Sit down. Just sit Mm. your stupid ass down. All of that. Hating ass bitch. Imagine putting that type of energy on a pregnant woman. Mm. Imagine. That ain't really doing nothing bad. She could just go podcast till she die. What? It ain't even that deep, bitch. It's not that nah. deep. All she did was defend herself against the accusations that were leveled at her. Correct. And then the the fact of the matter, you sent up here, you got all this smoke for Monique supposedly throwing Candace under the bus when you just did the same shit to Katie. In the same instance couldn't have been more than 30 minutes prior depending on how on the editing and the filming you literally just threw katie under the bus but now you got all this smoke for monique when all monique was like look you thought that i was on the same level as candace talking about your shit and i'm not and here's the receipts to back it up she had a private conversation about that to clear herself she wasn't because if she wanted to be messy she would have done it in front of all of y'all like she could have. Right. But she was having a private conversation with Ashley. Especially Giselle, when you done done shit like that to clear your name, even though your name's still muddy from being messy like forever. So what the fuck is the issue? Not even that. It's just that girl, Candace, you have been doing the fucking most with this Ashley shit. Literally. While having the most tumultuous relationship with your mammy ever. That and affects your other relationships. Yes, like, girl, give it a fucking rest. Yes, Michael Darby is a fucking scumbag and dirt, but bitch, you have really been carrying this bone all fucking season. 
while being homophobic and as a motherfucker. Sit your stupid ass down. Please. Doing the fucking most. So, Karen's son, who I assume is not with Ray. I guess the only the girl is raised kid and maybe the son is, is a kid Karen had when she met him. I don't know. Cause it, it was like Karen's son. Like it wasn't like Ray and Karen's son, like they do with uh, the daughter. But anyway, he's handsome. I was like, uh, Karen has some nice looking children. So you did that grand grand You don't, you don't, you don't do wigs, but you know, you do children. That's, that's fine. We all have our vices. It's fine. Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I like that little scene. Her because we we haven't we don't get to see much of Karen and Ray in their personal time. Like we see them when they out at events with the other couples, but we don't really see too much of them together spending time. Um, so that was nice, you know, to to see how they interact and you know not just think of him as like her sugar daddy or some shit like that. Um. And that house is laid, mm-hmm. and I and I definitely I'm I ain't gonna tell you no lie. I would sit down at Karen Huger's table for a seafood dinner. Absolutely, same. That food looked good in the motherfucker. Them crab okay. legs was big as shit. Yes, they had macaroni and salad and everything, child. I was like, this yeah. is a spread, honey. Because listen, yeah. growing up when we had seafood night, all we had was the seafood. Ain't no sides, bitch. <laughs> Right, I I too would have a grand meal from the Grand Dame. Absolutely, absolutely. So, speaking of places where I would not have a meal and people I would not have a meal with, we see Michael and Ashley on a date or whatever. And yuck! Now listen. Now that the charges have been <laughs> dropped, he is laying it on extra thick with Ashley. Like, oh, you look so good in that dress, babe. Oh, blah blah blah. Yada yada yada. Did she look good in that dress when you was feeling on that cameraman's ass though? Mm-hmm. Feeling on his booga 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 booty. Curtis. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> I hate you. Sorry, it was right there. <laughs> it, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> the timing was impeccable. Yeah, as always. So Michael is still sitting there, all this fucking lying that he is doing. They brought up the quote unquote old event, and he's like, "Those two things don't even correlate." They're like, "Yes, they do, bitch. They show a fucking pattern." Just like Bravo has been throwing your ass under the bus this whole season, they have been exposing a pattern. You are a habitual line stepper when it comes to people's personal space, agency, and their bodies. Specifically, when it comes to men, mm-hmm. you are a creep. You always saying creepy shit. You always all this sexual innuendo with the husbands and all of the men that are around. You are nasty. You are filthy. And you're not going to convince us otherwise. And then he did the typical thing like, well, the charges have been dropped. So that proves that it didn't happen. No, it fucking did. And we are not stupid. We know how this shit works. Just because the charges were dropped, that does not mean you didn't do what you were accused of doing. 
you old creepy predatory ass bitch. And after they rolled the receipts on your ass from last see uh last episode, I 100%, I mean I believed it before, but I'm even in more invigorated in my belief that she did that shit. Guilty and, as fuck. And have done it multiple times. You have been on camera making wild comments and doing the fucking most the whole season. To the point where you creep Chris out completely. White Chris. Like white Chris be looking at you like. I don't know bro. Like this ain't my kind of jam. Because nobody cares about your predilections. And what you get into. But it's when you start being a creep. That people are like. Ugh, I don't want to be around that. I don't want to. I don't want to be around. A man. That is always making comments. The, that like Michael make. That is doing the things that Michael does. I don't want to be around that. And when he said that bullshit about Ashley's quote unquote friends should have supported her. You are accused of sexual assault. And I said this before. I will keep saying it. Anybody who blindly supports somebody's husband that is accused of sexual assault is a goddamn fool. Especially a man with the track record that you have. You got you got to be out of your fucking mind to think well, you're going to get blind support and loyalty when you have been accused of the shit that you have been accused of. And that could be just the tip of the iceberg. Who knows what you've done in your lifetime? You old as fuck. You old and not your rabbit ass mind if you think that people shouldn't believe victims first. And the being footage suggests that you was not doing what you claimed your side of the story was. Right. At all. They refuted all of that shit just because there wasn't enough evidence to get all the way through an actual trial and get a conviction, which is probably just because they didn't have the actual act on camera. Because yeah. you can say you there's plenty of doubt that can be casted based on what that cameraman was saying about what you did. But you definitely did something and that man was not going to just go to sexual assault for no reason if you had just bumped him get the fuck out of here and like i said now you're trying to throw it lay it on extra thick like you just so extra attracted to your wife and all of this bullshit but sir you were just on film <laughs> talking about whose dick you would suck in the circle and i still believe it's one let me tell you something, Andy, and Bravo, and everyone involved. If y'all end this season without us finding out exactly who Michael made that comment about, I'm rioting. Know that. I'm getting in my yes. I'm getting in my Mini Cooper, and I'm coming up there. <laughs> <laughs> know that. <laughs> that is a piece of mess that we deserve, and we have been waiting. We have been salivating. All we can do is speculate. It's a it's a fair guess that it's one but give us the confirmation and give us the fallout and i really feel like it's one too because that last episode and all of that bonding and one being extra nice and everything that now that would be some television for one to find out that michael made that comment about him <laughs> After he yep. has been riding hard for him and, oh, he didn't do that. And, oh, man, you look good and all this other stuff. Just come to find out he done got drunk and told everybody he trying to suck your dick. Juan, I know Juan going to be like, bitch, I know you fucking lying. Imagine if they did it at the reunion. Oof. 
Ooh. As Ooh. long as we get it, I don't care if it's at the reunion or if it's in the season. As long as we get it, y'all cannot end this season without that tidbit coming out. And not only because I want to know who it is, because but because I want I want Michael to to face the music for the comment that he made. You sat up here, you talked all the, you talking all this shit, you big, big and bad now that the charges have been dropped against you. But what you going to do about this comment that you made amongst your intimate group? Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be no, oh, well, it was proven that it didn't happen. <laughs> we got multiple witnesses that heard you say the shit. And one side of the story is saying that your wife heard the shit, too. And it's promptly escorted your ass away from the group. Probably so she could talk some sense into you, even though she's sitting here lying, acting like she didn't know and she didn't hear it. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. You nasty ass bitch. But anyway, we uh, we go back to Monique. She is at the house with Chris and her kids. I don't know about this prank girl. Like she pranked yeah, that Chris wasn't it, sis. as that if wasn't... her water broke early and had chris freaking out and stuff when he was trying to get the kids down for bed like you that was an extreme thing to do just to convince him that y'all need to have a plan for when you actually do go into labor like that was hella weird and hella creepy to me chris loved the fuck out of monique though that is his heart yeah he was he was on the phone with 911 he like get y'all asses together we finna go to this hospital he do not play about Monique. Nope. And never has. Nope. Mm-mm. But even more so when she pregnant, too. He really turned yeah, into Yeah, he don't play dog. no fucking games. He like, you're not about to threaten my wife and my unborn? No, 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 no. That's not what we're going to do. So I do appreciate that. But yeah, that that, that prank wasn't it, baby. At so. All. Then they go to this gala. Nobody knows what it's for. What it's for. Katie done invited people to a gala. She don't know what it's for. Talking about, oh, I think it's somebody that my mom is friends with. Like, girl, just showing up, not knowing what is going on. Looking a fucking mess, as usual. Uh, She showed up with her boyfriend, Jacob, and her mom. I was like, okay, shout out to her mom. Her mom and Dorothy met, and then Dorothy got hella weird. Like, was it just me? She was doing the most. She was doing a lot. Like, oh, well, we're in therapy and, you know, Candace blames all of her problems on. I was like, this how you bond with a lady you just met? You weirdo? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, she was doing the fucking most. That shit was weird. Like, you telling this lady you just met your whole life story, all your business, all your daughter's business. That shit was weird. And then Giselle and her professionals being like, well, I see the therapy is working on Candace, but it damn sure ain't working on Dorothy. But then Katie's mom was weird, too, because Katie's mom was like, oh, you're a homegirl. I was like, what the hell does that mean? What the fuck? Well, you know what happens when two weirdo bitches like I was going to say, if y'all deserve each other, y'all seem like y'all both weird. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, that's a match made in weirdo heaven, I guess. Mm. Um... So Robin brings up the mess about Michael Darby and Jacob and Jacob spills the tea. And it's like, he was like, yeah, I had a, I have my personal phone. I have my business phone. And Michael was like, well, it don't matter if you on a business call. When I call your personal phone, you going to answer. And Jacob was like, that shit is hella weird. Like, I don't know you like that, bro. 
And why would you think that you come before my business? I just met you. So I was like, well, add that to the growing file that is on Michael Darby. Mm-hmm. Not being, the Michael. Not being mm-hmm. who he wants to, he who he's trying to portray himself as. Mm-hmm. The, the Darby report. Listen. I was going to say the XXX files because goddamn nigga, you always <laughs> got some shit going on. <laughs> Jesus. Like at this point, when it's seeping out to this degree with this kind of frequency, sir, you need to just be open and free and live your fucking life because you're going to fuck around and have your freedom taken away from you because you don't want to live openly for whatever reason. Your wife ain't going nowhere. <laughs> okay. we That is a business contract. We get it. It's fine. She ain't going no fucking where. Do what you want to do. But this shit, like you literally putting, you putting your business in jeopardy, your reputation and your freedom. Enough is enough, Michael. If you love men, then just love men openly. You about to be put behind bars over this shit. Enough is enough, bro. Leave Jacob alone. Jacob ain't even nothing to look at. Like. But I mean, neither is Michael. So. I was about to say he the crypt keeper. His goddamn self. Yeah, yeah. He definitely looked like that one member of the Black Order that kept on stabbing Vision. Fuck it all. <laughs> Fuck Ebony Maw. <Ma. laughs> no, not Ebony Maw. Oh, well, no, not Ebony Maw. The other one with the with the blade. Clave. Yeah, I think that was the name. Yeah, yeah. Clave. Yeah. <laughs> Like you bitch, you you definitely look like you trying to protect the Infinity Stones from the Avengers, bitch. Nasty handsy ass motherfucker. But um then they start spilling the tea about Monique and they being Giselle and Robin, like they could not wait to tell Candace about this tea because for whatever reason they want to facilitate mess between Candace and Monique. And Candace is like, Well, I'ma talk to her and da 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 yada 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 and I'm like Y'all are making a big deal out of nothing. Monique didn't do anything that anybody else would not have done. You threw my name into some shit and said that I said some shit that I did not say. So I proved that I didn't. She wasn't specifically trying to throw Candace on. And matter. And then on top of that, we got to take context into account because that shit happened right after Candace and Monique had an argument. Right. Yeah. So it's like, of course, she's going to be like, well, she need to check herself and the shit that she's saying, because I didn't say none of the shit that she says that I said. That's literally what she said in the flashback, because at that because it was at Katie's hold down, I believe. Yeah. So y'all acting like Monique said something that she didn't already say to Candace's face is weird to me. And it's right. like she showed them text messages. She shouldn't. have done. OK, but if the shoe was on the other foot, y'all would do the same thing. Right, especially when Candace was the one that said that falsely said that Monique was talking shit about Ashley. Exactly, she popped that shit all off. But of course, Giselle and Robin, by extension, because she a fucking flunky with stupid ass hair, want to ignore context because they want to facilitate mess for because for whatever reason they do not like Monique. And I'm still yeah. on. I'm gonna die on this hill. Why are y'all trying to put all this stress on this lady when she pregnant? Right, y'all don't have a storyline to the point where you willing to drag a pregnant lady 
through all of this unnecessary bullshit just to keep yourselves relevant only for the shit to blow up in your faces because it looks like in the next episode robin has an event and giselle comes doing the most and robin is like bitch what the fuck <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. and um that's pretty much it we'll cover ashley and her father and all of that shit on the next episode because nothing worth of mentioning happened on this episode no, yeah. but it seemed like she actually gonna meet him or he gonna duck her in person in the next episode so we'll discuss it then when we see what actually happens shout out to her white relatives for having her back though but I, yeah. it's hella sad that you have to like pop up on your father like I get you trying to get this closure but girl if you have to do all this I don't think this is a person you should be pursuing a relationship with but you know you gonna do what you wanna do clearly and your mama sitting over there looking like a <laughs> Raggedy Beaver <laughs> and that goddamn terrible ass wig. That terrible mm-hmm. ass wig, looking like something out of Rocco's Modern Life. Like, but I guess, girl. So, I believe that wraps things up for this episode. So, again, you guys enter the summer giveaway by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a five-star review. That's all you have to do, and we will consider you automatically entered to win a Ratchet Rambling shirt chosen by one of the hosts on the show. Live show details are pending, but we, we will put that show together come hella high water. Candace and I are determined. We're not going to let these setbacks hold us hold us back we don't we're gonna bring y'all ratchet ramblings live one way or another like like they said even if it got to be in somebody backyard y'all gonna get this whatever the fuck this show is and live somehow some way um and i think that's it oh um the new show suggestions please send those over uh, preferably to the Ratchet Ramblings account so that we can all see it. But, you know, if you send it to one of our personal accounts, we'll share it too. We'll try to remember to share it. But suggest some shows that we can pick up because we have officially put the entirety of the Love & Hip Hop franchise on ice. We're not covering Love & Hip Hop Hollywood this season. We're not covering the next season or whatever. We're not... I don't know when we'll cover Love and Hip Hop again if we do, because I just feel like it's time for us to give some more shows some shine. Like Love and Hip Hop is, it's run its course. Yeah, I think it's run its course, and we can see what else is shaking out there. There's other niggas on here nigging and cooning, so y'all yeah. let us know what. Oh, I guess I should give that caveat. We prefer to cover reality shows that feature prominently black people uh, or black cast. So we talked about hustle and soul. We might. Try, the only thing with that is it's so far into it. And there's so much that has happened in the previous seasons that I don't know how we would be able to pick it up and not have all of that backstory. Um, but let us know what other shows y'all watch and we'll see if we can incorporate it into the lineup. We will be covering love. I mean, not love. We will be covering black ink crew Compton on the next episode the premiere is this week um we'll see what happens on black ink new york and whether or not we cover it because i just i feel like we fucking just got done with black ink new york 
And it just came back. And then also, so you know, I mean, it's mess, but I, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I just get tired of watching Walking Hepatitis. I'm always tired of, walk, of watching that. And I just feel like Compton should have a fair shake. So, I, I mean, it's the premiere season, so I don't expect Compton to have a lot of episodes. So maybe we'll go back to Black Ink New York when Compton ends. Yeah, they might do it how they did Married to Medicine at like. Right, so if it's short enough, then we'll pick it up. Or, you know, we may not do Black Ink Crew New York at all, because like I said, we, we're trying to get some new blood on the show. So, again, send us your suggestions for shows that we can cover instead of Love & Hip Hop Hollywood and Black Ink Crew New York. And leave those ratings so and review. No, leave the reviews so you can be entered into the contest. And I think that's it co-hosts do y'all have anything else nope we out niggas we out